0: And we're recording, we're back for another podcast, episode 59, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong there, Quinny, but I think it's episode 59, with so many episodes it's hard to keep track, I am one half of the podcast, Sam Finlay is my name, I also go by the name of Sizzle, sitting across from me on Zoom, with a beer in his hand, is my co-host, introduce yourself.
1: Hey guys, you know who it is, it's your boy, it's Quinny. Also known as Simon, the co-host of this podcast. I say it every week, but it just sounds—it just sounds great every single time I say it. So, we're back. I think it is 59, man. I don't really know. I've sort of lost count. We've done so many episodes, and it's been—it's been a great ride. So, the ride is going to continue. I'm
0: sure. Yeah, can confirm episode 59, which means episode 60 will be coming up very soon in the next week or so. So Crazy. we'll have to look, we'll have to 60 look forward to that and um, maybe plan something a little bit special as we like to do for a, a bit of a season finale. We'll t- probably take a couple of weeks off and then we'll we'll get straight back into it. I mean, it's hard to take time off in the world that we're living in at the moment with all this content, isn't
1: it? Too much content, man. Like, you know. Too much or enough? Well. Like the right amount. It's The right amount, but I just don't know where to start. I've just got too much stuff that I'm watching. Like, you know. I've just recently watched Our Flags Means death, which was hilarious. I was on binge mode. I'm now watching The Walking Dead again, <laughs> getting back into that. I did Sizzle You'll Be Impressed. Last night, I watched two episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So there Very you go.
0: Good. One of my favorite shows of all time. I know
1: it's, you, I know it's up there for you. So I ended up watching The Last Thing I Remember, I think. And then I'm up to season three. So I end up getting for about two episodes. It only, it
0: only gets better. It only gets better. So
1: that was exciting. And then you know, I just finished. Me and Amy just finished The Last Kingdom, which is disappointing. It was a really good season. Have you watched it yet?
0: Not yet. I mean, as we said, we're living in a world of too much content. And I just like I want to. It's on the list. I've got. I've got a. I've got a notes um, in my phone dedicated to shows that I need to watch. It's in there. And just haven't got around to it because there's just been so much going on. But don't worry, I will. I will. Once Man. I do, we'll definitely talk about it.
1: Yeah, because apparently they're not going to do any more seasons. They're going to do like a movie.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: end, end interesting. the show. So it should be really cool. So keen to see that. And then you know, there's all stuff. All that. Netflix has still got stuff on there. I'm watching Disney Plus, of course. Always. We know we've got Moon Knight coming out, so that's very exciting. Getting our minds yeah, fixed so, as we like to get.
0: So we must say we're recording this on Wednesday uh, afternoon, uh, the, the same afternoon that Moon Knight is going to be officially released the 30th of March. Uh, so we're a couple of hours away from the release the premiere of Moon Knight. So we are going to give some bold predictions for Moon Knight, but we'll save that till the end because um, we've got a fair bit to talk about um, today in uh, for the podcast. So look, let, let's just begin. Let's jump straight into it. You know, Last week, we got the release on Paramount Plus of a game that's one that I hold quite close to my heart. I played a lot of it growing up, and that is Halo. So it was speculated for a very long time, and it's finally made its way to Paramount Plus. We're getting one episode each week, so they're doing the week-by-week release, which I really like personally. Um I, I sort of prefer that to the Netflix model. We've talked about that. You know, before I think you're you are in agreement with me. You prefer the the week by week, is that is that right?
1: Yes, I do prefer the week by week. Yeah, I think it's nice. It sort of keeps you interested, keeps you on your toes for another week, and then it's very satisfying when you finally get to watch it.
0: Yeah, that's that's right. So look, the first episode came out. It got mixed reviews. Um, I personally really liked it. I thought it was um, uh, I thought it was quite a fresh take. Um, on, I mean, it's obviously based on the video game Halo. And it's really cool because the action scenes, you sort of feel like you're playing the game. Be, like you, you get these scenes where you are the master chief and it's almost like the, the first person shooter, like you're behind his gun and oh, you're sort of viewing it from his helmet which was brilliant. The, the action scenes in this, you know, are quite breathtaking. It, it was really cool. Obviously, it's a tough show to do because it's similar to something like Star Wars where you've got a lot of these, you know, like alien-like um, villains and alien-like characters. Um, but I think they've did; they they've done a pretty good job with it. So I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, where the show goes. Obviously, there's only one episode out. We get the next episode, I believe, tomorrow night. Um, but, I mean... You know, just give me more of um, of this show because, you know, after one episode, I'm I'm all in. You have not yet watched it, have I you?
1: haven't watched it. I wanted to see. why don't you, you know, pitch it to me. Why should I watch this show? So as you know, we've spoken about this on previous podcasts. I'm not a massive Halo guy. Like, I was always Call of Duty. So, I was always sort of Halo and Call of Duty with the two games we used to always play back in the day. I always was more on that Call of Duty side. So, if you can pitch it to me, I might even put on the pilot maybe tomorrow night or something like that. Cause obviously tonight I can't could be watching Moon Knight, but I want to hear your sizzle. You know, we've done it before. I want you to pitch it to me. What you got for me?
0: Well, I'm okay. Well, he, here's my pitch. And I mean, this is, this is coming from someone who played the Halo video games right up. I think I, pl- I played Halo one the most Halo two. I also played quite a lot and Halo three. They're, they're the three sort of Halos I play. There's been, you know, another few games. I'm not actually sure how many they ended up creating, but I only played the first three and I and I loved them. Not only did I play um the campaign mode, but I used to play, you know, with friends, uh, multiplayer. Um, you could have sort of like land parties connecting two Xboxes to different TVs and playing um together by the old Ethernet port, connecting them back in the old school days before old we had wireless very much throwback <laughs> before we had the 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 um the wonders of wireless technology was this like
1: dial up time nearly almost around um, the dial up
0: time no it, it would a have bit been bit later it would have been like early days broadband like you know this is yeah maybe Well, i can't remember but either, either way we we used to play halo uh at my friend's place who lived up the road from me um and we used to have like a LAN party with you know on two different TVs two different Xboxes and you used to have to connect them with a long ethernet cord one room to the other um, and then we'd play capture the flag and we'd play um, all these, all these sorts of halo games, um, uh, multiplayer games. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, but I mean, that, that's obviously got nothing to do with the show because the show is sort of centered around the campaign mode and center around master chief, who's obviously the main character in this. Um, and If you're someone that likes first person shooter games, which I know you are, because you know, you're a gamer and you know, you like games Mm -hmm. such as you you mentioned there. um, Call of Duty. Such as Call of Duty. I mean, you know, what's other first person? Far Cry,
1: Far Cry Uh, as well. GoldenEye. GoldenEye, one of the best games ever. And I will stand by that notion. Yeah, so. GoldenEye, classic game. Man, I missed it 64 days.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, what if you topic. like those type of games, you're going to like this show because as I as I sort of touched on when I was sort of introing the topic, the, a lot of the action scenes, you get it from the point of view of the Master Chief and it's like the video game. You so see his gun in front, in front of him. Yeah, cool. You see, you know, the gun sort of yeah. moving around and the bullets coming out. It's really cool because I haven't seen that before in a TV series. Um, the first episode, it's obviously sort of setting this this the stage so, in sort of setting the scene for what's to come. Um, so, it's a it's a good intro to for someone who doesn't know anything about Halo, um, and for someone like myself who knows obviously you know a decent amount about it because I've played the games. So, sort of anyone can jump in, which I really like. Um, so if you like out of space as well, you know, if you like your star Wars, your star treks, we do know, um, I do
1: like this. Yes. This is my, you're going to like
0: it. Like it's, it's very out of world galaxy brain sort of stuff here. So, you know, you've got aliens, the covenant, you've, you've got your master chief um, who's obviously your hero in this. So you, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, look, I think you just need to watch the, the, the first episode and then I think you need to report back. So uh, I can do that for you yeah i think you're gonna like it i think you're gonna like it uh cool. did you ever did you play much halo at all or are you i feel I like only, only
1: yeah the feeling like the only time i really played halo was like if i was at your house yeah or if it like purges place playing halo because i at this point in time i had a playstation so i didn't really halo wasn't really yeah. An so it was xbox
0: me. only yeah that's right yeah.
1: so i had call of duty as opposed to halo
0: yeah. So so there you go. There you go. Uh, but look, that does bring us to the topic that we want to sort of discuss. Now, Halo is obviously a video game. And we want to talk about this idea of taking video games to the big screen as either a series or a movie. So my question to you is, what would you like to see turned into either a series or a movie obviously we've seen the witcher which is also a a book of course but that was a very successful video game that's been taken to a series an animated series we're also getting on the spin-off that was done quite well and you know uncharted has done it recently as well uncharted now has a movie with tom holland and mark Wahlberg. so there's obviously a lot of games out there that could be turned into a series or a movie, but what, what's some, some show, some uh, games rather that you'd like to see on the big screen?
1: I ended up what I did with this. I sort of ended up, I've only, I picked like five main games that I'd love to see on the big screen, either as a movie or a TV series. As I go through it, I'll kind of decide what I think would be best if it should be a TV show or a movie. But as you know, guys, we are, I'll start it pretty simple. I've mentioned it before. We are huge Star Wars fans. We know this. There is two games that I really, really enjoyed way back when, the PlayStation 2, Xbox sort of days, so the Xbox 360 in particular. There was a game that was very close to my heart that very much gave me a lot of insight into the Star Wars universe, made me enjoy it even more, and it kind of gave me the option of being sort of a bad guy. And as you know, we both enjoy a bit of a bad guy. So... The first one I'd love to see, probably as a I reckon that it could work as a TV show because there was two games mm-hmm. and I feel like you could drag them out for two. But I'm just gonna say the force unleashed. One yeah. and two. Like, come on, it's it's pretty much it was an origin story pretty much of the rebel alliance. So it sort of told you a bit of a, a origin story to how that was formed. You get the Galactic Civil War, it's all been depicted in this game. You also get introduced to a new character called Starkiller that's a very powerful force user. He's trained by Darth Vader. Like, you know this, we love Darth Vader. He's Darth Vader's secret apprentice. He hunts down Jedis like pretty much, just before the Inquisitors were around. So this is really, really interesting. And I would love to see this. And it kind of goes through the great Jedi purge. So you end up taking out some Jedis. And then eventually our boy Palpatine finds out about it and then tells Vader to kill him. And then it sort of goes from there where he kind of fakes his own death. And then it goes about your character Star Killer, pretty much helping out those rebels, getting them started, getting them ready to, you know, go against the Empire. It's just a really cool story. I was obsessed with this game. I mean, who wouldn't want to use, like, see Force Lightning in action, you know, Force Pulse, all these crazy maneuvers. It was just a really cool story, and I just loved the way that it was portrayed. And the main character was just super interesting for me, and I would love to see that definitely in the universe. And I love Sam Witwer, so he is... Galen Marek in this um in this game. He is also Sizzle would know this. He also plays the role of the Sun in Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. He also plays the role of Darth Maul in the Clone Wars series. So he provides the voice and the it. motion capture performances. So it's just a really cool story. And I would love to see my boy Starkiller in this. Going to work, you can pull it out. There's two move. There was two games based on this. I reckon it could definitely be like games, a little bit serious.
0: When were these games sort of released? Did you were they like what? What sort of console are we talking?
1: So this was literally PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three days. So this okay. was this was back in 2000 I, I never
0: actually played them. I never. Oh, played
1: them. sizzle! You missed out. 2008 was when the first one came out, and it was just really cool, really good ratings. Like it was critically acclaimed. Like there was a lot of they loved it so I would just love to see more of it and then the second one's just just doubles up on the first one pretty much and just gets better and better and I've pretty much been able to dual weld you have like two lightsabers on their own you can you can customize them it's really cool you can level up it was just a really interesting game and they were pretty much the sequel was a couple years later two years later they had the second one there was supposed to be a third one but then when Disney got Lucasfilm they sort of decanonized this area which was a bit disappointing so now it's Dude. sort of part about the Legends canon, which is sort of, they're kind of referring to it sometimes and they're taking bits from it and making it canon. So that was my first one that I really enjoyed. So I'd love to see that. How about you, Sizzle? Any ones that you'd like to bring up?
0: Yeah, look, I'll, I'll sort of jump on, I guess, and piggyback on what you just sort of said there. A game which I really enjoyed, which is also a Star Wars game, and it's uh, quite recent, is Star Wars Fallen Order. Nice. Yeah, uh, Good pick. I really, I'd love to see that as a series, a Disney Plus series, similar to The Mandalorian or similar to, um, you know, the Book of Boba Fett. And I think it would be easily be able to be done. And obviously we're going to get the Inquisitors in uh, Kenobi. So they're already going to be introduced. So I feel like you've already got the foundations for this. Definitely. You know, it's this um game to be created so obviously follows cal kestis um and his amazing droid um bb8 one of the best droids of all time droid um and i mean you know spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played this game we get vader at the very end of the game which was just an absolute amazing reveal so i mean Great who doesn't want, who doesn't want more vader on yeah well that's what know, i mean you love we we all all on vader yeah so it looks, it's, it's a game that I really enjoyed. I love games where um, there's another game that I'll, I'll talk about as well, which is, you know, there's lots of puzzles you sort of have to do and whatnot. So I think it'd be cool to see, cause this game, you get to go to different uh, planets throughout the um, uh throughout outer space obviously in the star wars um, universe you get to see lots of different creatures which could be brought to life as well there's lots of different um, villains um throughout so i just think it'd be a fun game we've already got the foundation there as i mentioned with you know these shows from um you know disney and from lucasfilm so yeah star wars full in order let's go
1: love it Keen for that. I'd be all for that. I think there's rumors they go to a second one. I thought I thought maybe there's a second game possibly. Yeah, I mean, I oh, yeah.
0: I would hope so because it was a really fun game.
1: It was a really interesting game. It was quite challenging too, but it was good. Mm. So you really had to like plan the skills that you wanted and like what you'd like sort of specialize in. So that was really cool. So I can't agree with that. That's a good pick. All right. Do you want to give you some more? Yeah, go for it. We'll go one for one. Just keep going. One for one. I love it. Uh, this is a game that is recently new to me. Uh, Sizzle and I have been playing this recently. I've been playing it lately. I've sent him a few screenshots, as I do, when I play the PlayStation 5. This would be Horizon Zero Dawn. So there is the second one, Forbidden West, which came out a couple, like, it would have been, like, a month ago, which is really, really good. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. But I think this show for me works for a, like a, like a TV series as well just a bit of like a rundown you're pretty much like a young huntress in a world that's pretty much overrun by machines so you kind of go about trying to get rid of the machine threat and you kind of got to use range weapon spears and stealth and kind of and then you got to sort of go against different enemies as well so it's really interesting you also go against humans as well So it's really it sort of reminded me it's sort of like a futuristic sort of world where machines have taken over the like the over the earth pretty much and you're all about you trying to fight as part of this journey and it's just really interesting i haven't finished it yet but it's just really cool, really lovely it's like pretty much ultimate fantasy sort of game with this random machine technology introduced in it too which is really interesting really unique and i love an open world game so does sizzle i also love when you get to you know specialize in certain talents i would love to see this on the screen there's definitely potential for it and so far I'm loving it. So that's another one for me that I would suggest if you haven't played it already, you should get around it.
0: Yeah, nice. I'm I'm gonna stay open world as well. And this is kind of like this is my favorite game of all time. Like you probably know what I'm gonna I'm gonna say. This is honestly like one of the games really that I will always, you know, think back on when I think of like the best times that I've ever had playing video games. And it goes way back to Nintendo 64. And it was so ahead of its time because it was first world, like, sorry, open world. Uh, and that is The Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. Yes. Just, and it was an amazing, coming. amazing game. And the story, you know, was just as amazing. Like the, the story could easily be translated, I reckon, into a movie. I think you've got enough there. And you've got enough there to sort of do maybe... Uh, you know, you could even make two, three movies, make a bit, bit of universes. They've obviously gone on to make, you know, many games now, um, games on the Nintendo Switch, um, Nintendo GameCube, I think had they had a game. I only ever played The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, so I can't speak on the other ones. But I know, you know, this has been fleshed out quite some. But look, it, it, it sort of follows Link. He's your main character. Um, he meets Princess Zelda, um, who... You know, believes Ganondorf is the evil sorcerer, which you know it turns out he is. Um, you have to go through, and you have to complete. You know these these temples. Um, you know, there's the the, um, the water temple, the shadow temple, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It is just so cool. Like, it, it's a game that I think has uh, the potential to be a, a, a really like sort of Dune level like spectacle. Um, on the big screen, so uh, I think this has to be a movie and I'm would um love it. I really would. I think it'd be great.
1: Love it. Legend of Zelda, great games. You've always been a huge fan of them. I remember you had on your computer, I think, at one point. You I did, like, yeah, on your, on your computer. Well, maybe I should cool. get
0: that again. Maybe I, should see, I can yeah. get
1: it again. should see how you can go. Love that. That's a good pixel. I would definitely want to see that as a movie as well because there's so many of them, so you could get away with having different sequels as well. Like a whole universe probably based on that area, which I think would be really cool. So I'm all for it. And I will definitely love to see it. And hopefully it does happen one day. Okay. I'll give you a couple more sizzle. I don't I've know got if you one pl- more. So you fire away and then I'll go and then... Nice. Okay. I don't know if you played this before. If you haven't, you should. It's called God of War. Really no, but cool I do know of it. Yeah. So it's sort of like a mixture of Greek mythology and Norse mythology, which is really cool, because in this game in particular, you are the Greek god of war, and you go against pretty much uh, the gods of Thor, Odin. So we look at that mythology where we go Norse mythology, so Vikings and stuff like that, and it's a really cool story, and it follows your journey pretty much to all those fan- all those you know well-known areas in the Thor uh, movies that we've seen which is really cool. So you actually get to visit certain areas, certain places, which is really interesting. So, and if you're like into pretty much, like we said, open, you know, open warfare, you know, fighting against giants, you know, monsters uh, fighting against Odin and Thor themselves. And like, you know, the Bifrost is in it, Jotunheim's in it, like Asgard's in it too. So there's all these different mythical planets that you can go to. And there's like different trials that you have to go through as you kind of progress through it. And there's like dwarves in it. There's like elves in it. It's just really, really cool. So definitely can recommend it. And it's just based on it's like, it's just was critically acclaimed. It was like given rave reviews. Like it was a big deal. I'd never played the ones previous. And I could tell you it was just heaps of fun. I was just hooked on it. I was just gave it a good run. I think I went through it like twice, I reckon, trying to play it. And it was just really interesting. So I would love to see that as a TV show or even a couple of movies, like, there's enough substance there for them to sort of just go off with it. And there's just some really cool characters involved. And I love all the mythology behind it. So if you're into history like I am, it's really interesting. So I can definitely recommend that one. And I think there's even like a comic series as well that they're putting together. It's really interesting. So and the most yeah. recent game will be coming out this year. It's called God of War Ragnarok. So again, we'll be getting some very much Thor vibes like we have. And we love mm. Thor. We all know this. So... That's another thing that I'm super excited for. So, other than that, that's what I'd be looking at.
0: Oh, you've sold me. You've sold me. Uh, look, my last one is a game that you and I both played a lot. We both played a lot together um, online. And look, this has already been turned into a movie, uh, but it was—I mean, it wasn't a great movie, and it wasn't—it lo- wasn't based on sort of the storyline that I want to follow if it was turned into a game, and that is Warcraft. So more particularly, I was going to mention World of that. Warcraft. Love it. Yes. So Love it. that was one. I'm, of mine. I'm talking World of Warcraft, and I'm specifically ter- talking about uh, the Burning Crusade expansion, where Illidan is yes, the main villain. The main villain, who is an uh, an elf that has been corrupted. I guess you should we could say. So look, there's a there's a movie out. You probably know it. It's, it's called Warcraft. Um, we
1: definitely saw it. I enjoyed it, but we it was, saw you know, it. I wanted to see more.
0: Yeah, it was, look, yeah, I know what it you had uh, Travis Fimmel in it, um, but look, it wasn't great. I mean, it's it's interesting though. You look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just bringing it up now. It's got 28 percent tomato meter, and but yet this the audience score is 76. So. It's very... like um, I,
1: enjoy, it, I I thought it was entertaining, but I think they could have done a better job by doing like a Burning Crusade or even like the Lich King.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I'd like to see Warcraft, but just give me a better storyline than the one we were given in this. Uh, it. But that's it for me. That's it for me. Any final... final yeah, so things? I'll
1: just mention two quickly because I won't mention that because you just mentioned Warcraft. Two sizzle. I've said it before. Batman Arkham Asylum, the very first game. Like, I love this game. This, for me, was huge in my love for DC in particular. I loved everything about it. And the whole idea of Batman being on his own in Arkham Asylum with all that rogues gallery and the Joker just causing chaos. you got so many different characters in it. That could definitely, for me, be a TV show, and I would love to see that. Now we know DC's now, you know, Starting to get into the TV realm, which is good to see. Like that, Arrow, obviously the Flash, Supergirl, and all that kind of stuff. But now, with you know Peacemaker, there's more potential. And now, because of the success of the Batman, I want to see this in a TV series. Has to be done. And as you know, Sizzle, it was based on Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum, a serious house on serious um, Earth. And we listened to that on that podcast recently. This is like a unique. This is like a really big time comic. It's well known. It's critically acclaimed. It's really interesting. I just loved everything that they did with this, and it was just so cool. Just the whole gameplay itself, all the graphics, just the vibe was all there for me. I loved all the characters in it. You can't beat, you know. You can't. Kevin Conroy is Batman classic. He he did the voice in the animated series. Harley Quinn's in there. It's just all Oracles in there, Killer Croc, Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Bane, Raza, Ghoul, like Penguin, Mr. Freeze. There's so many characters in this. He can't obviously the Joker. My boy Mark Hamill does the voice. I want to see this as a TV show. And I really hope we get one sooner rather than
0: later. So sorry, I was on mute there. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let's lock right. it in, bring it in. We need it. I I love this game. Sizzle, you loved it too. And mm. I we know from the most recent Batman, they did mention that this was some where well, they got yeah. some inspiration from this game itself. So give me that any day of the week.
0: Sounds like a game that should be made, especially given the recent Batman. Yeah. All right. Look, speaking of the recent Batman, let's move on because we've got a lot to talk about. So we obviously talked about the Batman at length in a recent podcast. You can go back and listen to that. But that was before we had been given the deleted scene, which featured the Joker. Now we obviously got him in the movie. You weren't um, all that, impressed by it. that was one of your uh, lows of the the movie sort of having I had that.
1: mixed yeah I had very mixed feelings for it and yes it was you one did of my you lows. Had, yeah
0: you had mixed mixed feelings but now we've been given this extra deleted scene look we've spoken about it off air but on air now that you've had a little you know time to digest what do you think of the deleted scene and should it have been in the movie so
1: I love when you sent me this and I was like, I want to have the opportunity to have a look at it and I'll just give you like, this is what my reaction was. And this is pretty much what my thoughts still are. And I just really, really enjoyed it. So I really liked how they had this scene instead of the one they gave us. So I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of the Riddler Joker, like back and forth, like in their cells in Arkham. I just don't think it was as like necessary or as I guess, as powerful or as like impressive as I would have wanted to see the Joker in this. That's always one of the reasons why I wasn't very high on it and I thought it did take a bit away from the Riddler for this point in time. Um, if I had this scene, Sizzle. if they had this scene, I told you and Caleb this, shout out to Caleb, it would have changed my idea completely of the portrayal of the Joker and like it would have made me like it so much more. And why is that the case? I really enjoyed how, you know, throughout the scene, Batman and the Joker have back and forth, but it's very hard to see him. It's very blurry and it's hard to see. And I really like that idea because it sort of gives you the idea that, you know, the Joker's always, you never know what he's thinking. He's always hard to tell what's going on inside his head. He's very hard to read. So I thought that was really, really good the way that they filmed it. And I really enjoyed that idea. And I really enjoyed how the Batman's trying to ask him for advice and the Joker's sort of, Sort of giving him a few tips and then sort of giggling and not really taking that seriously. And I really thought that scene suited the tone of the film overall. So I really thought if they put this scene in there as opposed to the one in the cell, it would have made a lot more sense for me. And I really enjoyed it because it was very similar. Like the look of um, the Joker is very similar to some of the graphic novels that I have. And I sent you some photos of that. And I loved how it looked very, you know, grimy. looked like his face was falling off. Like it was very... Interesting burnt skin, very interesting. And I like how you got to see more of it because obviously in the actual original scene, you only really see glimpses of it. It's very, you don't really get much for it. Um, and I really liked his voice. I thought it was very similar to Heath Ledger, similar, but like I sort of liked the way that he put spin on it. And his laugh was good too. It wasn't too over the top. I think it suited the tone. So if this is a Joker that we're going to be getting in any future Batman, you know, it could be shows or even an Arkham Asylum TV series, as I was just saying. I'm all in for that Like I want to see it on screen So I really hope They bring it To us sooner Rather than later So I think If this was the original scene My view of it Would have completely changed
0: Yeah What I do mean, you we think should, Well first of all We should give credit To Barry Kogan Like he did A very very good job It's Shout out to the
1: man. Luck of the Irish yeah, Around him It's difficult He's also good at internals Sorry to, sorry. He is, is, I really liked him internals. internals
0: too So did I So did I Uh Makari is a very lucky woman. Uh, look, I think that he did a great job in this first and foremost, because anytime you try to do Joker, the Joker on the big screen in a movie, particularly it is tough because you always get those comparisons to Heath Ledger, who was amazing. Like, you know, it's, it's pretty much unbeatable. You can't beat what he did. It. You pretty much can't beat it. So look, we've seen some very different takes, you know, Jared Leto, in the Snyderverse, which didn't really work. No good. Uh, we obviously saw um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in The Joker, which was a very, uh, very different style of DC movie. And, you know, obviously it was um, uh, very different to Matt Reeves' The Batman. Um it sort of, you know, sort of placed obviously the whole story was around the joke and sort of placed him in the real world. But this take on the joke, as you said, the grimy, the um, sort of all cut up, scarred and it looks face, like his face is melted off. Uh, yeah. the young Joker, which I liked, it was like a really young Joker. And obviously, because we know Batman is young in this uh, movie, you know, Robert Patterson's Batman is super young, so and obviously, their relationship is just sort of starting, and I like it because it shows that they've already got a bit of history and you know because previous you know movies or whatnot you don't really get that sort of history that they've had so you know is he the reason is Robert Pattinson the reason why the is already in Arkham in Arkham Asylum I don't know We you know we don't really know yeah but I, I thought it was a different take yet it sort of held up the integrity that it suited the Joker the tone, sort of yeah. comes with mm. suited the tone perfectly. Yeah. So you know we we need to see more of this for sure because the taste we got was great. I agree. I think it should have been in the movie because it would have made me even. I don't know. I would have given this maybe a, a seven out of six if this was in the movie. Seven. Jeez. I, <laughs> I mean, you know Big how cool. much I loved the Batman. Like I love. Yeah, you did really his, enjoy it. Yeah. Like Instead it will go six. down as is one of my favorite movies just probably ever. I don't know, it's, it's, it's huge, but yeah, I think, you know, amazing, would have been great to have it in the movie. But that being said, I'm not mad about it not being in the movie. I liked how we got this like a few weeks after it came out. It, so it was smart because it sort of keeps the movie in the conversation. Yeah. And makes you ahead.
1: more interested in and keen to go back to see it again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, next one. And yep. yeah.
0: And now people are like, oh, let's bring on, you know, the Batman 2 or, you know, whatever they want to title it with um, Barry Keoghan as um, the Joker. So, Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it i'm here for love it. it good
1: overall right, well, much look, better than the original scene that's for sure
0: yeah look totally agree look uh let's move on to into a different uh comic uh brand company whatever you want to call them and that is Marvel. because we are getting moon Knight in a matter of hours it's probably out in, in less than an hour now i reckon uh we're getting the first episode of moon Knight. look we won't to talk about it too much let's just give some crazy bold predictions for the season of Moon Knight you can-, all you can go kick us off
1: all right first one I'm going to say based on what I've seen so far in the trailer and you know we get to see a lot of them in the museum hanging out I'm going to go big call here I reckon Kid Harrington returns as Dane uh, Whitman Ooh. He comes back as the what is he called again? The Black the Dark Knight? Black Knight? What's black his name knight, again? The Black Knight. He comes back as the Black Knight. We get a sneaky appearance of him in this because he's connected to the museums as well. And as we know, based on Moon Knight, it's based on the ancient history, which is Egypt. So I'm I reckon that's one of my calls. Kid Harrington either appears in it or in a stinger.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I'll just just have to go but right in there, because that was what I was going to have as well. I was going to say like the perfect setting would be the Black Knight. Like he's obviously already been introduced with the Eternals. We we got him with the sword at the end um, of the movie, sort of speaking to him and Blade obviously speaking to him through the sword. So we know he works in a museum. Moon Knight is obviously one of his personalities. Is uh someone who also works in museum. I'm not sure if it's the same museum uh in London. Um yeah, but they're both somehow in a museum, so you know. Exactly. So I think it's 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 the perfect um perfect setting. So I also had that. Uh, nice. I'll, I'll roll into my to my second one. And this is like this is more of a bold prediction, the one that like probably won't happen, but you know, it, it's bold and I would love to, I mean. Mephisto, of course. Let's let's bring him on. Uh, but no, I would actually really like to see. And I don't know how they would go about doing it because they butchered it on the first attempt. But a, a character that has quite a history with Moon Knight is Taskmaster. So I would like somehow for them to bring the Taskmaster back in to the MCU. And maybe because we saw we got Taskmaster in. Uh, in Black Widow, but... It yeah, was that more, wasn't the...
1: That's not what we wanted. That's the not the real Taskmaster.
0: And it was more about like the suit. So maybe we could have the real Taskmaster with the suit and maybe like, I don't know, like they they find the suit um, and then, you know, we can sort of get that because we got the character already, but it just didn't do it justice. So I want to see the real Tony Masters, which is Taskmaster. And I want to see Moon Knight go up against... Um the Taskmaster. the Taskmaster.
1: Love it. Okay. So I've got... This is my big call. And I don't think it's going to happen. My bold prediction is, as we know, they're trying to set up this Marvel sort of horror universe eventually. I know mm. they keep talking about it. My big call is at some point in this show, either a in the episode or a post-credit or a stinger, whatever it might be, we get Dracula finally. We get Dracula in the MCU universe. And if we get Dracula... This means that we get a blade appearance too. Mm. As we know, blade's going to be coming out in the next year or so. So there's sort of like a two-part bold prediction. I'm going to say Dracula appears because it suits survive, you know. Uh, you know, the ancient Egyptian gods, it's all about being, you know, night times all scary, different personalities. Why not? Why can't Dracula appear in this for me? And if he appears, that means Blade has to be somewhere if it's a mention or something. And they come into and they really start off that horror universe for the
0: MCU. Yeah, look, you've taken the words out of my mouth. That was my next one. I was gonna say. Oh, really? Blade. I was gonna say let let's get. We, Blade. I, Clearly, we
1: just know we just you know know each other so well, so you know we're happens. on the
0: same page. I mean, it's it's mostly because we're getting a Blade movie, so I feel like it's a great way to introduce the character. So I don't know. Uh, they're are my they're the only problem predictions I had. Yeah, you they're the only ones that I, I had either.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Right. So actually, right, I'm movie. gonna ask you
1: a quick sizzle with Moon yes. Knight does it have the potential we haven't really seen it just yet we've only mm. seen glimpses of it does it have the potential to sneak up in your marvel tv series rankings does it appear does it sneak up there or is it sort of like a bit of a more of a wait and see and does it get past the one division that i know you love so much in the loki of the world what do you reckon does it from what you've seen so far is there potential there you think for it to I don't, possibly creep uh... up
0: I mean, I don't think it's getting to that One Division Loki level, just from what I've seen from purely the trailers. I think that's going to be pretty difficult. Although it does have the potential to maybe, given its sort of dark nature, I sort of I, I like how they're going to a, a sort of darker a route with this series. So potentially there, that being said, I don't know, Loki set the bar so high. One division did also for me. Um, and Hawkeye was obviously very, very different. But also something I really enjoyed. So I don't think so. I don't think so. But who knows? Who knows? What about yourself?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm on the same hat as you. I don't think. I don't know. I have to see more of it. I like. Yeah. Wonder Vision was okay. Like I wasn't huge on it, but it was creative. So this has the potential to be kind of creative, and it looks interesting. And it's going to be fascinating to see how they go with this whole, you know, mm. mental health issue and like disorders and having different mm. personalities. So I'd be, I'm kind of just keen to see how it's going to unfold. I guess we'll have yeah. to just reassess when it's finished. We might have to do a show where we rank all the Marvel TV series or something.
0: I think so. Well, look, that being said, I think this definitely has more potential than Miss Marvel.
1: Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not too sold on Miss Marvel just yet. I'm just not really yeah, sure. Yeah, nor am I. No, I need. I need, what to, the see, vibe is see I need to see more. Seems a bit more. too kiddy
0: for me, but we'll see. We will see. Uh, all right, look, I believe you've got some um, some questions yes. for me.
1: So I have a new segment for the uh, Sizzle and Quinny show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sizzle, are you ready? Or you, you know, I know you're standing up. You look, you're ready. You're stretched out. You're not sweating too much over there, mate. You're not too hot over there. Okay. So this segment is going to be called pretty much, um, you know, Sizzle and Quinny, who you got. So that's literally what it's called, who you got. So I'm going to give Sizzle pretty much two different characters one from the DC, one from the Marvel, and Sizzle's going to tell me who's going to win if they had a fight, either, you know, in the comics on screen, whatever it might be. So it's all like who you got in this sort of battle royale style. And throughout our podcast, I'll keep chucking in different ones for him. So for this week, Sizzle, I like I've got, I've got four for you.
0: Oh bam. All right. Starting off strong. Let's Starting go. off
1: strong. So number one, who you got? Deathstroke or the punisher?
0: Ooh, they're both quite similar. Um, I would probably go Deathstroke. I would nice. probably go Deathstroke. Good, um, good. Yeah, I think they're both sort of street level, but I think the Punish is more street level. And I think Deathstroke has a wider array of uh, weapons and uh, a wider array of abilities, yeah. I guess. yeah. So I'd I'd say Destro. Nice. That's
1: it. That's right. I wanted to give you some easy ones first. This one I thought was pretty interesting. All right. Who you got? You love Gal Gadot. Um, Wonder Woman or the Hulk?
0: Ooh, that's tough. That is tough. As soon as you said Wonder Woman, I was like, look, unless you're saying um, like Captain Marvel or, you know, um, Thanos, I'm probably going to go Wonder Woman, but Hulk's a pretty... Pretty interesting sort of um, competitor, but look, I think I'd still probably go Wonder Woman. We I, I know you love would, Wonder
1: Woman. You love Gal. Gadot. I
0: mean, I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She is one of my um, uh, true loves. The yeah, Amazons. I um, beat them. Yeah, look, I just think like as as powerful as Hulk is, he's obviously like you know one of the strongest um, beings in the Marvel universe. But after seeing him getting washed by Thanos. Uh, at the very start of infinity war it really questions it puts in question his strength and i know how strong wonder woman is so uh, nice. i'm going i'm my going girl all
1: right here we go second last one all right who you got Catwoman or black widow oh that is that is very tough that now that that's yeah. Um, I know you love Zoe Kravitz. You've watched the Batman recently. Yeah, You yeah. love Scarlet Joe as well.
0: Look, I think I think if we're talking about a, a, a young Catwoman like the Zoe Kravitz that we got, I think um, Black Widow probably has her pretty easily. But if we're talking, you know, Catwoman down the line, which I'm assuming we're sort of talking when they're sort of on the same level, I think it's a bit close up. But I still think, look, I mean... Black Widow, she hangs with the Avengers and she, she literally she really has does. no powers other than, you know, she duels a few pistols and she's got some serious hand to hand combat skills. So I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Black Widow.
1: Love it. Okay. Love it, Sizzle. Good. I'll give you one more and then next time I might not give you as many, but, you know, I was very excited for this segment. I like this. You? I like this. Yeah. I might have
0: to throw you some next yeah. week as well.
1: I love it. So this is your last one. So, Peacemaker or Hawkeye?
0: <laughs> oh, I think... Oh, I think... No, nah, I think this one's actually easier than what I first thought. I, I, I think Hawkeye's got this one in the bag pretty easily. Peacemaker's pretty clumsy. He's not the smartest um, tactician. Hawkeye obviously has a bow and arrow and he has all the, the trick arrows, arrows as trick well. Arrows, yep. Again, he's hung with the Avengers... Yep. Now, Ronan. I know, yeah, yeah, Ronan, exactly. He's, he's got the uh, skills with the sword as well, uh, the katana. Um, I, I, I get Bloodsport, he's also part of the Suicide Squad. He's He's gone up against some pretty interesting um, villains as well. But, you know, unless he's got, um, you know, some sort of um, helmet up his sleeve that is, is going to stop Hawkeye from shooting um, arrows, I think I think it's Hawkeye. It's
1: all nice, right. love it. That's it. That was my. I'm. First I'm ever. curious. You is there
0: any of those you would disagree with me on?
1: No, I think you've uh knocked them all. I think you. I would probably agree with all the ones that you've said. All right. Which was good. good.
0: Great, great. All right. Well, next week I'm going to give you some. I like the. I like yeah, the new, you um, got? Well, you know, now that you've
1: got the DC book, I can yeah. look at both of them. You know, the Marvel DC. I can have a look at both universes, try and get love people it. that are similar in a matchup. You know, that's what you do.
0: Love it. All right, I'm, going to, I'm going to think of some for you next week.
1: Sounds good. Definitely.
0: All right. Look, look, we'll bring the podcast to and a close by, you know, we like to give out a few recommendations, what we're watching, what we're reading. So this week, I have um, picked up um, a very fun comic, and that is Civil War Chronicles. I've got it in front of me. Oh, there we go. Uh, if you like comics, if you like Marvel, we obviously do. It's a fun read. Um, I picked this up from Drop Bear Comics on uh, the last day of trade, I believe, and yep. yeah, like I mean, it's great. Like I loved obviously the movie Civil War. This has a lot more characters in it from uh, that weren't in that movie. The Fantastic Four in it, for example, Daredevils in it, um, She Hulk, etc. So look, it, it's it's really fun uh, comic because you get to see some of your favorite Marvel characters go up against each other. You know, Iron Man, Spider Man. We get to see Spider Man uh versus Captain America in this comic um so yeah just a fun read nice, a fun read there. so Sounds i can good. i can recommend that um as a, a comic as what i've been reading and what i've been watching is um a show that i that i really fell in love with when i first watched the first season then i went back and watched sort of the prequel to it and that is top boy uh, top Boy season 2 just came out. I smashed through it. It sort of follows um gangs in in London um involved in the drug trade there. Um and I guess they are sort of vying for uh or becoming the top boy um as the the show is is titled. Uh so it's got rapper Kano in it as well, who plays Sully. Uh grime rapper Kano, he's a legend um in, in rap, in UK rap. So, I mean, you know, what more can you love there? So, uh, nice. yeah, I mean, it, the 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 twists from season one and then the ending of season two, I won't say in case, because this is obviously a recommendation. Don't want to give too much away. Um, some really fun, fun endings. So, yeah, uh, I, would, I would recommend both of those.
1: Perfect. All right. Love it. All right. I'll give you two as well. Uh, my book recommendation, I finished it recently. I've always wanted to read it. I read 1984 first, which was the second book, and I ended up reading Animal Farm.
0: Mm.
1: Classic. 1984, classic. tough. Classic. 1984 was a tough read. Like, I, it was an interesting book, but I just felt, for me, Animal Farm was amazing. Especially as I'm a massive history buff. I love history. Just all the the different symbolism and meanings in this uh, book. Like it links into the Russian Revolution, Stalinism, Joseph Stalin. Like all these different civil wars. Like it was just really interesting. I love how he like did the spin where he gave it to animals. So it was sort of really interesting. And I love the different characters, like, you know, Old Major, Napoleon, which is pretty much Joseph Stalin. And so a lot of the characters were pretty much based on real people, real historical figures. So I really loved it and can recommend. I know, Sizzle, you said Papa Neil loves this book. So I would suggest you definitely should read it. And give it a go when you can didn't take it literally took me a couple of, it didn't take me very long it's pretty easy yeah i mean read. it's one of
0: the classics i really should i've read it's 1984 so i should read it so
1: i did 1984 which is the harder one and then i read animal farm and i really really enjoyed it. i mean so that being said
0: 1984 is a like it's a pretty good book but it's it just a good it's book. just depressing it's just a
1: hard it's just, it's just a hard just read depressing. Like that one chapter that goes for like 30 or 40 pages brutal Ah. Uh, and finally, my show recommendation I'm going to give to you, Sizzle. I spoke to you and Caleb about it off air all the time. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Give it a go. Uh, we like Marvel. Hey. You want to see S.H.I.E.L.D. You want to see, you know, that sort of interesting style, like interesting characters, like what happens to them when we don't look at the mainstream, guys. If you want to see Coulson just being a mad dog, get on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm adding really it to the interesting. list now. Good. Adding it to the list. Mignar Wen's in there, so we love her. She does voice in the large. She's also obviously in Boba Fett and Mandalorian as well. So she is amazing in this. So she's obviously Fennec, uh, Fennec in uh, Boba Fett and Mando. You just got to get around her. She's it's, great. On, it's
0: now on my watch list. Good. On my watch list. So
1: if you want to see it, really interesting spin on it. Like S.H.I.E.L.D. are in it. It's really cool the way that, that Hydra's mentioned in it. They talk about the Dark Hole, which has now been referenced in WandaVision. is going to be referenced in Doctor Strange as well. So there's really cool connections and there's a lot of crossover and there's a lot of mention of the events happening based on that film series. So can recommend Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is on Disney Plus Sizzle. Love to hear it. Love
0: to hear it. All right, Look, we better get out of here because we've got Moon Knight, Moon Knight to watch. To watch. Uh, look, we will be back next week for episode Our 60, Sissy. The Big six oh. Love it. Um, look us up at Sizzle and Quinny on the gram. Um, until next time, we'll be seeing you. We won't be seeing you. Let me talk to you. Peace.